What's going on guys, your boy Chris here from Metrodist UFC and thank you for joining me in another episode where we are going to be talking about the game that was Real Madrid 4, Napoli 2. So first I want to start out by saying that this is the best Real Madrid performance I've seen all season and this comes to a surprise because this is the time where we have the least amount of players available. We have Vinicius Jr., Chouameni, Camavinga, Militao, Courtois, Goulart, all these players are out due to injury Modric and the team seems so synergetic. You could tell the wheels are in motion, this is what Ancelotti once and he somehow has mastered the non number nine formation this rotating forward game that kind of guardiola and tuhel put into style when back when chelsea won the the champions league and we're seeing a real madrid that's just firing on all cylinders you could tell they're just in the game and the proof is in the pudding because the game started with napoli scoring and then i don't know how many minutes passed it was like a few minutes, it comes the first goal by by Rodrigo, which is a, a freaking golazo. You could tell Real Madrid mentally is there. Everyone feels really comfortable. Rudiger is, is at a very high level. He's one of the best defenders in the world right now. There's no doubt about it. Carvajal is still performing at a high level. Today, Alaba, who hasn't had a really good season, he did really well. He had an assist towards uh, the second goal, which was to Bellingham, which we'll get, we'll get to him in a minute. Rodrigo just finding his own. Bellingham is back to his best i guess i guess we were gonna start seeing like a decline and like it was it made sense because you know you can't keep you can't keep playing at that level for so long and like so many times in a row but today he just went back to what we perceived it was his best and i think he did a little bit better it was probably the best game i've seen him today i mean off the ball on the ball jude bellingham is amazing right let's just start by saying that he was the mvp of the game hands down i thought about it and i think he's a player that's making the number 10 role cool again as you guys know the number 10 role has disappeared from modern football back then they used to have number 10s that you know that just focus on creating plays making nice passes nutmegs the flair kind of the ronaldinho's let's say el pide valderrama there's a lot of nice number 10s that you know the team kind of worked for that player and even though that player was on the midfield and it really hurt the team uh when they didn't defend they were so good that that they still were there they were, and they were the stars of the team. And we saw the death of this position with James Rodriguez. I think Ciedin Zidane, when he was coaching Real Madrid uh, during his first tenure, he disposed of James Rodriguez when he was being probably the best player in the team or at least the best creating force in the team. Football changed to a more well-rounded player when it comes to attacking and defending, kind of more physical, more about speed, strength. And there came the whole box-to-box -box midfielder. So players like James Rodriguez, you know, people like that just kind of started disappearing. And then the 10 role kind of changed. It kind of became more like an 8. So you still had those very creative players, but their roles in the teams were a lot different. Because the 4-3-3 became really popular. So all three midfielders had to, you know, attack and defend. But we started playing with the diamond. And there's not a lot of teams that play with the diamond, especially big teams. We started seeing... Uh, Jude Bellingham as play as a number 10 and we know in Borussia Dortmund he was more like an 8 sometimes he will play in the double pivot and Bellingham has just made that cool again sure you can say that Kevin De Bruyne is a 10 he for sure he has that that creativity that spirit of a 10 but his role I think is a little different um, and let's be honest if you're not playing in Barcelona or Real Madrid it's very hard for you to be the best player in the world or to make any meaningful change that is going to last it's going to give you a legacy or last you a very long time so we're seeing bellingham making that number 10 role cool again being creative but he's still modern enough where it, i mean it's just insane like i feel like he's the player that runs the most 
Uh, he gives it his all. You could tell from every play. Um, he's just an example. Today, funny enough, he was wearing the the Zidane Zidane boots, and that added an extra level of magic to his game today. The second goal, I mean, not an easy header to make. It's hard to like, you know, put your head in the right position because it's, you know, it's coming very fast. Also, you're kind of far from the goal. So it takes a privileged talent to be able to do that and do all the other things that he does, like the assist to Jose Lu, which I mean, just on a leadership level, just looking out for his teammates, being humble and just seeing that Jose Lu is not having his night, that he's he's suffering from a, from a confidence issue and he gives him like a perfect... Uh, three finger assist for him to make the goal i mean this player is is on another level like i said before so let's get back to the game but the game was there was a lot of back and forth i really like that uh, real madrid is kind of entertaining this gameplay because i think real madrid it's a it's a team that can take some more risk we don't have to be so boring so stale so static when it comes to our possession so predictable the first half was probably the best half in the whole season and then the first goal that we conceived was a goal by giovanni simeone which is el cholo simeone's son he got to score against real madrid and i'm sure you know at that moment he was thinking wherever his god is and he was celebrating and i'm sure his dad was like yes he, he made a goal against real madrid but uh, you know, Real Madrid scored again very quickly, and it's a shame because it was it could have been a very nice save from Lunin because Napoli didn't really attack much. They they did have like some a moment kind of in the beginning of the second half, but Cavaraschelia was detained pretty much for 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 the most part by Dani Carvajal. I really want to make this point. I'm loving this Tony Cross and Fede Valverde double pivot. I mean, it's just. The balance that we have in the midfield is sublime. Like, I haven't seen this in a while. It just works because Fede Valverde has the speed, has the physicality. But Tony Cross, to me, he was one of the MVPs of the game, 100%. I mean, having that brain being at the start of the play is, is just worth all the money. And I think Camavinga and Chamonix have to earn their role back to the lineup because this cross and uh, Valverde is really, really working for me. That mix of absolute class, being the motor of the team, and then the other guy being, you know, the, the oxygen. I think the double pivot and then having Bellingham as a 10 is the way to go as far as our midfield is concerned. A player who did not impress me today was Danny Ceballos. I think he was the worst person in the lineup today easily. And he had a, he lost the ball that could have easily been a goal against us. And luckily, Fede Valverde came back and saved us. But uh, Danny Ceballos, he was kind of playing out of position. He was playing like an interior right. But then again, there was really no one else that could be playing uh, today as a starter. But Ahim Dia got the start today instead of Oselu when you compare it to last game. And Ahim Dia is very dynamic. Uh, he did pretty well. He's getting into a lot of good areas. His movement off the ball is really, really good. But his final touch needs a lot of work. And I don't know if it's because he's not... Uh, totally confident he wants to kind of make it simple um you know what i mean like he wants to make it he's not risking it too much he's just forcing like the easy play that maybe he's he wouldn't normally do because if you've seen him in milan he's a little more daring he has a little more risk in him today there was a, f a few chances where he just kind of shot it with his right where, where i felt like hey bro you're lefty you just have a player in front of you like you know just kind of cut to your left and you can pretty much Try to aim for the second post. It might be a better shot. I think he does have room for improvement. Obviously, I don't think he's going to be... He's like a Real Madrid starter. But I think there's like a 10% improvement that he can have. And if he and he could probably start putting away 
you know, just a few more chances. Another player who, who I think made his Champions League debut was Nico Paz. Nico Paz has been rumored to be kind of like the darling of the of the academy. And, you know, he's the Argentinian player and he's very good. He's like the number 10 in the Castilla. And he's kind of the, I think, I believe he's the captain and everything goes through him when it comes to creating chances in the Castilla. We didn't really see much, but what we saw, I think was pretty good. It was a good sample size. You know, you have to keep in mind that it's a debut game, Champions League, Napoli. There's a lot of history there, full stadium. And you have to keep in mind that Champions League and Real Madrid is the most sacred partnership ever. So for him to make that goal, which was the winning goal, it was a nice goal. I mean, he it takes a lot of personality and you could tell that his body is not fully formed yet. He still, he still has that kind of like teen body where he's a little bit thin. And I feel like Real Madrid tends to be very slow when it comes to their youth uh, progression. Usually how it works is that Real Madrid will call on a player that he believes in from the Castilla, right? It brings him up to the first team they usually train uh, a lot of times with the first team for a whole season. They get called up here and there, and they usually don't play. That's usually how it works. They usually never play. All they did was train, right? And then the second season, they start to play here and there. Maybe like if you have a, an easy game or like kind of like today, kind of like Champions League is already done. And then you start playing and then you get some games in the Copa del Rey and then you play very little still that's kind of the second season and then the third season is when you become a rotational player because nico pass is not a is not a rotational player at the moment so i'm guessing next year he's going to enter that rotation his body's going to be a little more mature and then we're probably going to see a nice progression there and then we'll see what the player is all about so lastly i want to talk about joselu and joselu is not as bad as he's as he seems today i think no professional player no professional number nine is as bad as today like he missed like 10 open chances and there's no way he's that bad. You know what I mean? Like he's a professional player. It was obviously a confidence thing that he was going through. You could tell in the last chance he had before he scored the goal. It was like a he, they squared it back to him. He was right in front of the goal and he just hit it like way up in the stands. So it's um, it, it was definitely a confidence thing. It's Real Madrid. It's not easy. Um, sure, he's not, you know uh Thierry Henry number nine striker like finesse class it's Ramajo's fault that we didn't get another striker to kind of complement the very little strikers that we have uh but that's another conversation but yeah guys Real Madrid very solid game we kind of whooped uh Napoli's ass comfortably in the first position of the group next game in the Champions League is going to be against Union Berlin I know they're going through a crisis so hopefully hopefully we get to see some Players that never get to play and they get to play a lot. Let me know what you guys thought about the game, the formation, Cross and Valverde. Guys, analyze this. This has been the key. This has been the absolute key. And how good is Bellingham? Absolutely the best player in the world. Share it down below. See you guys on the next. A la Madrid.